Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Let's Shag Saga. My name is Nathan Spencer, and I am your host. Here at Let's Shag, we talk all things sex, relationships, taboos, toys, kinks, bodies, and of course, consent. So to start off this episode, I want to touch on something something that I forgot to talk about last week, and I'm such an idiot for it. Because we went over blowjobs, went over hand jobs, we went over all these things, and I completely forgot to tell you to put our balls in your mouth. I'm over here like, don't forget the balls, and I never once said to put them in your mouth. I don't know how I missed that. So let's talk about this, the technique behind it. So when you're putting a man's balls in your mouth, you're going to do the same technique that I talked about last week, this like pulling technique, right? Like you're gonna grasp them and slowly pull them. What you're gonna do is you're gonna put one in your mouth. Look, if you can fit two in your mouth, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Not just because some men have big balls, but you know, whatever. Some, some mouths are bigger than others. If you wanna put them both in your mouth, go for it, by all means. Apply this to two balls at the same time, it feels great. But you want to put one of them in your mouth and just create suction and slowly pull back. You'll see the man's scrotum, you know, the skin will get tense. And again, he will let you know, because some more are more sensitive than others, he will let you know what is enough. You got to be able to read his body language when you're doing this. Okay. Do not forget, while doing this, to also be stimulating his shaft and his tip. Again, we talked about the stroking technique last week. Those strokes need to be mostly focused towards the top half of his penis because the tip is the most sensitive and that's what feels most pleasurable. However, do not be afraid to throw in full strokes if they like that. <sighs> Other things you can do with balls. You can lick them. You can kiss them. You can just put your face in them and do this motorboating technique. That feels pretty cool. If you got a lot of spit, do that. But that's about it. The bo balls in your mouth are pretty simple. There's not a lot you can do with them. And unless you're gonna involve ball vices and toys, we're just gonna keep it simple because this week is Sphinctacular. <laughs> Did you hear that? Sphinctacular. We are going to be talking all things anal play. And I am so freaking pumped about this. Before we dive in, I want to give you guys this prologue, okay? I've had a lot of people hit me up recently um, within the LGBTQ plus community asking about my content. Now I wanna say, I speak from a heterosexual male's perspective. That's just what I know. However, I fully support you and love you. My, my best friend and a lot of our friends are gay and they're amazing. Amazing people. I've learned so much, and specifically on this episode, so much content drawn from them, from conversations I've had with them. Like, I couldn't even tell you. So don't think just because I use these, you know, gender specific pronouns that I'm leaving you out, please, because that's not my intent. It's just that I am a heterosexual male, and I speak from experience, so I'm speaking from a heterosexual male's perspective. But I love all of you. Okay. Now the anal prologue. Here we go. Anal is like using a Q-tip. You heard that correctly. If you let someone, or if someone tries to just ram a Q-tip into your ear, you will not be happy. I guarantee you it does not feel good. However, if you find the right technique, 
and the right rhythm. You make sure that you're not hitting all the wrong things and you're doing it with consent from your partner. Twirling a Q-tip in your ear can be almost orgasmic. Actually, anal orgasms do exist. I just want to say that up front. But yes, Q-tips. And for all of you out there like, oh, you shouldn't use Q-tips. They're really bad for your ears. No. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I disagree with you because it feels great. And nothing is the cap to a shower like a Q-tip in the ear. Okay. So now I've talked, I've done my Q-tip analogy. It took me like 10 minutes to come up with. I was like, well, how do I? Never mind. Forget that. Okay. Let's get into some exterior play. Now this is going to apply to male and female or whoever, whoever is doing anal play. (sighs) There's a lot of things you can do. You can lick buttholes. You can apply pressure to buttholes in different rhythms, motions, whatever. You can kiss butthole. Okay, first of all, if you're not eating ass, don't at me. Eating ass is great. Getting your ass eaten is great. And for all of you men out there that are like, oh, no, that's gay, bro. Ooh. This is where I want to start. Can you see how? You can't see how excited I am because this video won't be posted yet. But I am so excited to talk about this. I'm going to break this stigma around males and butt play. First of all, getting your butt played with does not change your sexuality. It's not like someone touched my butthole or licked my butthole and all of a sudden I was attracted to a different sex. What? No, that doesn't make sense. Secondly, look, I was out for my best friend's birthday. Again, he's gay. And I was discussing this at a couple different gay bars with a bunch of other people. And this is what got me a round of applause. You ready? I'm going to blow your mind here. And make sure, ladies, if you want to do a butt play, you're sending this part to your man. Men. Heterosexual, heterosexual men. If the reason... You do not want to do butt play is because you think it is gay. You think it is homosexual to do butt play because that's what homosexual men do. Let me tell you something. Homosexual men also give and love blowjobs. Can I can I drop my mic? If I had a mic, I would drop it right now. So if you're going to come at me and say that butt play with a female partner is gay then I'm going to come at you and say that her sucking your dick is gay. It's not. None of it's gay. Listen, you're sexually attracted to whoever you are sexually attracted to, and whatever you do in the bedroom does not change that. Now, if... if Okay. Hold up a second. Let me say something. If you're curious and you don't know and you do stuff in the bedroom, and you're like, oh, maybe, you know... You can be on the fence about it. Maybe you change your mind through that. That's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking about people that are steadfast in their sexuality. They know that. And you should be. You should be comfortable in your sexuality. It's not going to change anything. If anything, it'll just enlighten you to better sexual experiences. Okay. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse now. So we're going to move on. Exterior play. This is going to be a little bit different for men than it is women. Um, so we're going to start with the men and whoever is doing this to a man. Okay. So the area between a man's ball sack and his butthole, the taint, the land from down under, 
that area. When you are down there, you may notice that it begins to swell. This is because the man's prostate is down there and, you know, sexual organ wise, it's gonna, it's gonna fill with blood, okay? Now, if you want to take that area and just apply pressure to it, you can use the meat of your fingers. That's, I think that's the most preferred for me. I've heard people say they use the palm of your hand, but it's kind of interesting how your fingers end up on someone's scrotum when that happens. So flip your hand upside down and just apply pressure with two, one finger, two fingers, whatever, and just hold it while you're also stimulating your man in other ways. You can hold it while you're sucking his dick. I don't care. Hold it while you're, sh while you're jacking him off. Put a ball on your mouth. Hold, put a ball in your mouth. Hold that and jerk his dick. Oh, oof. combo right there. That's great. You can also do patterns. You can do a circular motion. You can do an up down motion, whatever. Switch it up. Make it fun. Again, read his body language so that you know you're doing it well. Not that you know you're doing it well, but you're gonna have to be able to read to know if he's enjoying it or not. Okay. You can also feel free to lick this area, kiss this area. We already talked licking and kissing buttholes. So if you wanna just throw in a lick in this area as well, it can, you know, as a warning sign, that's also advised, okay? <sighs> a lot of this stuff goes back to consent. There needs to be more than open communication when you're doing anal play, I think, with your partner, just because you need to be checking in because they're not necessarily a rock can go, a lot can go wrong. If you're inexperienced, that might be the case. However, the sphincter is a very sensitive area. So you want to make sure that it's not causing your partner pain. So don't feel afraid to check in. Okay. Now, Let's just drive, dive straight into internal stimulation for a man. The P spot, the male G spot, whatever you want to call it. It's his prostate. It's located inside his rectum about two inches in and up. And by up, I mean exteriorly towards his belly button. Someone told me a word for that this week and I completely forgot. So I don't, anyways, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. So we're just going to go with towards his belly button. So it's about two inches in and up and you can, you'll feel it. It's either a rough patch or a bulgy area. It's a little more dense than the surrounding areas inside the anal cavity. Once you find this spot, I think the best thing you can do, instead of just like, you know, find it and going all haywire on it, like, you know, you're fingering someone, just press it, just hold pressure to it. I think that feels the best in my opinion for me. Um, but again, that's just me. Don't be afraid to do different do different rhythms, do circular motions, you know, do a touching and dragging technique like we talk about uh, with females. Hold on, I need a sip of water. Ah, that's better. Okay. Don't be afraid to try different techniques. Find out what your partner likes. Again, continually checking back with them. Now, this area feels best. It feels best when it's being stimulated close to a man climaxing. Man, if you have not experienced a P-spot, male G-spot, whatever, stimulated orgasm, Jesus, you're gonna blow a hole in the wall, man. It, you're, not only you're going to come harder, it is going to feel better, so much better. And ladies, also, when your man does begin to ejaculate and you're stroking it, don't feel afraid to slowly pull your fingers out halfway through. That can also be pleasurable. I don't, I'm not saying you have to leave it in the whole time, but again, this goes back to talking to your partner. Maybe they like it when you leave it in and just hold pressure while they come the entire time. Maybe they don't. 
my, my technique is usually when I start to come, the fingers come out. Maybe after I've shot like the first, you know, slobby globby, the first big, you know, you know, you know, multiple shots. But after the first one, usually I like the fingers to come out. But again, some men may like it to stay in. So make sure you're communicating with your partner about these things. I almost messed up here. <laughs> Lube. Okay, I can't emphasize this enough. When doing butt stuff, lube is the first step you should go to. Don't think that because you can spit on your fingers and it looks lubricated with spit, that that's enough. I'm not saying that that isn't like, can't be done, because it can, but God, use lube. Use lube, use, use lube, use lube. I can't say that really fast. Use lube, use lube, use lube, okay? Make sure that area is very well lubricated. That and whatever you're inserting into your partner. Okay, another sip of water. I'm really thirsty. I, I had a workout earlier that ugh, destroyed me. Ugh. Now, let's jump into females in butt play. Fellas, listen up. Because most of you have ruined it for the rest of us. So if you're part of the rest of us, even if you're part of those who have ruined it, you need this information, okay? Ladies, let me say, just because you've had bad experiences with anal, that doesn't mean that it can't be pleasurable. I understand you're like, oh, I tried broccoli and I didn't like it. Analogy we got going here. But maybe you just didn't like the way it was cooked. Maybe you really hate steamed broccoli and you really love roasted broccoli, but you've never had roasted broccoli. Oh. <sighs> Mind blowing right there. So listen, don't be afraid to try again just because you've had bad experiences with it. Trust me, when you have a good partner and you're openly communicating with them, you can find it to be very pleasurable. I promise you. There's so many people out there like, no, never, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, a majority of those people have never tried it. And a majority of those people are heterosexual men. However, a lot of them are ladies that have never tried it. And a lot of them are ladies who have had one, two, maybe even three bad experiences. But take notes because we're going to make sure that it's enjoyable. Okay, fellas, oh, please do not go from nothing to ramming your dick in an ass ever, ever. I don't care who you're fucking. You don't just go from zero to 100 when it comes to butt stuff. Okay, that's the first warning I'm going to say. You have to make sure you are properly stretching. You have to make sure it is properly lubricated. And, and look, I'm not just talking you put some lube on the bottle, you put some lube on whatever you're inserting and that's good to go. Look, you need to make sure that you're getting that lube in there, okay? So part of this is internal lubrication as well. Ladies, let me speak to you for a second. This comes from my best friend's advice. If you're worried about cleanliness, first of all, before butt play, you need to make sure it's clean. Fellas and ladies, make sure at least externally that it's clean. If you're worried about internal cleanliness, um, my best friend uses a water douche nozzle. You can buy them on Amazon for like 18 bucks. Again, I'm not a doctor, so anyone's gonna come at me and be like, that's not healthy. Ah, not a doctor, okay? Just telling you what my best friend who fucks a lot uses so take with that what you will i know there's other products out there that are available for you know 
these kind of douching enema style things. Um, but if you're worried about cleanliness, make sure you're doing the pre the prep work. Okay, make sure that you're, you're clean in there. Make sure you're clean outside. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Now, back to the men. This is going to require stretching. So before you ever, ever stick anything in the woman properly lubed, okay? Make sure the exterior is very well lubed. Make sure whatever you're sticking in her is very well lubed. I always recommend a finger. And if you have bigger fingers like mine, don't be afraid to start with a pinky. It may be like a weird thing to do. But if sometimes people's buttholes are very tight. And so working up from a pinky to an index finger is a big deal. Okay. Anyways, you're gonna start with one finger, and you want to make sure you make sure you're reapplying lube. Okay. If if you're not using if you're using a water-based lube, um, you know you might want to switch to a synthetic style for this, um, just because it's not gonna you know it's not gonna dissipate with friction. Um, however, that being said, I also know people that use water-based lubes to do that. You just have to keep reapplying. So you want to make sure you're lubing internally. So what that what that requires is putting lube on your finger, inserting it, and then re-lubing your finger and putting it back in again, okay? And you can do that a number of times. You can just hold the lube bottle as you go in and out, and that, that will make sure it's well lubricated. So start with your fingers first, okay? Warm up from one, go to two. And if you have any question about how many fingers you should be putting in someone's butt, if you plan on sticking your dick in there, make sure you're putting at least as many fingers as the girth of your penis. That is going to be a very good indication of like what your partner's okay with and what they are not okay with. But work slowly. Make sure that they are enjoying it. This takes a lot of checking in. Is that okay? Make sure you ask her, is that okay? She will let you know right away whether it is or not, I guarantee you. You can also work up to toys. Okay? We'll talk about that in a minute. I don't want to get off topic just yet, but I have some products to tell you guys about. Anyways, so warm up to the, make sure you're doing the stretching, make sure it is properly, properly, properly lubed. Fellas, do not also be afraid to stimulate her vagina while doing this. I don't care if it's internal, external, clitoris, or, you know, oh, I said this the other day. Someone was like, the vagina is the inside, the outside is the, and again, I'm not a doctor, so I can't remember, but you know what I mean when I say vagina, so don't come at me with that bullshit terminology, technicality shit. Anyways. Also, do not be afraid if you if you just want to put a finger in there and then go and stimulate her internally hitting that G spot. What this does is it fills that space. It's going to create more pressure because the anal canal and the vaginal canal share a wall. So when you're filling up the anal canal, the vaginal canal, not that it shrinks, it's just more filled. So maybe the, the and this is a lot of the case while people like anal it is more pleasurable for her when you're stimulating both. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, now let's let's say you've warmed it up, you're ready to stick your Johnson in, and she's giving you the okay. You don't just don't just go from fingers and be like, well, that was bigger than the girth of my penis, so she must be ready for it. Ask always, ask consent first. Oh, how many times I'm gonna ooh, preach, brother Nate? Preach. Sorry, another water break. Okay. You want to make sure, ladies, when your fella is first inserting his member, that you act like you're pushing out. This is going to not only help it go in easier, but it's going to help it feel a little better for you. Fellas, your goal 
when inserting your penis into an ass for the first time is just to get the head in and stop. Imagine you're like, I don't know, I'm not gonna come up with an analogy on the spot for that. Get the head in and stop. Check in with her. Make sure it's okay. Now, I'd say there's anywhere from like a 15 to 30 second window where it could it could be very painful for your woman. Now, ladies, I wanna encourage you here. I wanna encourage you here to tough through that because that pain will dissipate. It. I'm not saying that it's always, you know, it's always gonna hurt every time you do this, but it, especially if this is your first time doing it, it, it might be painful. If they're warming you up properly, it will be less painful. Not always, but I'm just gonna put it out there that it can be. So head in and stop, wait. Wait for her to tell you it's okay to continue. Now, once you get the green light to continue, that does not mean that you just start jackhammering away on her ass. You wanna put it in very, okay, some of your heads are very much thinner than the girth of your penis. So, again, stretching, you wanna go slow. Go slow until she tells you to not go slow anymore. Until she says, I like that, or oh, that's great, or yeah, that's fine. That's when you go faster. So go slow. I can't emphasize that enough. Again, make sure you are checking in regularly, applying lube as needed, okay? Friction can wear out, like I said, these water-based lubes, so if you have to reapply, do not be afraid to do that, okay? Uh, let's talk toys for a second. We're gonna, we're gonna take a little shift here. You can't see this unless I've already posted this video, which I probably have not. This is a butt plug. This is a butt plug made by a New York-based company called Everybody Tango. And you're like, Nate, why this butt plug? Well, let me tell you why. One, the owner is a great woman. She's very nice. We've had very many long conversations. Okay, and she's helped me a lot with this podcast and social media and stuff. So shout out to her. Her name is Dana. I'm sorry if I butchered that, Dana. I'm sorry. She's awesome. Secondly, this butt plug is probably one of the least intrusive butt plugs you are going to find. I think it is literally... It is the perfect starter butt plug for anyone curious about butt play. It is literally, you can't see it unless I posted the video again, I'm sorry. It's half the size of my pinky in length and it's just a little bit wider than my pinky. Again, we all know I have big hands, but my fingers are skinny. So take that, take with that what you will. Now, the reason this is so great it does the job without overstimulation. It's not It's not gonna overstretch you. It's not gonna be painful. You're gonna know something's in there, but it's gonna fill that space for you ladies so that you can enjoy more penetration vaginally. And for fellas, this thing will hit your freaking prostate. And it's just as easy as lubing it up and slipping it in and leaving it, if you want. Make sure you rip that bitch out when you're, you're hitting your skeet. It even has a nice little handle on the backside. It's like a two-finger two finger receiver that you can grab it and yank it out with. So, but again, don't just, don't, yanking in the bedroom is bad unless they want it yanked. Um, and, okay, not talking about that kind of yanking, but you know what I mean. Quick motion sometimes are bad, especially when it comes to butt play. So, 
Everybody Tango, make sure you check them out. They're on Instagram. Um, and they also have these awesome bags. Um, <laughs> it's like a cloth shopping bag. And the logo on it, high quality by the way. The logo on it says, this bag fucks. I love it. I love it so much. So make sure you're hitting them up. Um, if you want to just go over there and read, they have all kinds of information on it. They even have tips about anal play, which I'm discussing right now, if you want to read about it. So head over to Everybody Tango and go check out their products. All right. What time is it? I think it's time for some Q&A. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Yeah, Q&A time. All right. So the first topic we are going to talk about today is Q&A. Oh, this young lady wrote in. Personal question. Do you prefer a woman completely bald or is it okay to have some hair? <sighs> okay. I'm going to give you my preference. She asked for my preference, so I'm going to tell you my preference, damn it. I don't care. That's my preference. I will say there are a few things when it comes to the female anatomy that I really care about. Now, one of them, I'm going to say this. I talked about this on the Sweaty and Gushy podcast. I, and this is a personal thing. Again, I hate butthole hair. <laughs> I hate it with a passion. So bad. I, I was with this chick one time, blonde. She's bald from head to toe. Like, you know, I don't know if she got a Brazilian or I don't, obviously not. But anyways, I'm hitting it from behind. And I'm like, ooh, let me eat this shit out. So I go to eat it from behind. And I'm like, what the fuck is tickling my nose, dude? And I like pull back. And there's like 12 black, angry butthole hairs staring me right in the face. And I was like, oh my God. Really glad I didn't have to sneeze on your vagina. But it ruined it for me. That's just me. If you're okay with that, whatever. Let me let me give you a little more instruction on this whole shaved bald thing. So I will say if you do want to, again, make sure you're doing what you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable fully shaving your vagina or your dick or whatever, don't do it. That's pretty simple. Look, confidence is one of the keys in the bedroom. So whatever you're going to do that makes you more confident, do that. Because that confidence reflecting in the bedroom is more important than just trying to please your partner. Now, if your partner has said, I like this, maybe you should do it to be a pleasing partner. But in that conversation, you can also be like, well, I'm more comfortable when I'm like this. And maybe they'll be understanding. I hope they are. They should be. So again, communication, huge. Consent, huge. All right. So what I like. I don't mind bald whatsoever. I think bald bald is like the new movement. Everyone's going bald. It's fine. I like it. It's cool. High speed, low drag. It looks good on everyone. So that that's my content on bald. Full bushes. Also like those. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but your bushes actually give off um, scents that when mixed with a male partner are very, very erotic. So... Take that into consideration if you want to try something new with your bush. But when it comes to a bush, I think the best way to trim them, or this, and again, my opinion, some of you just want to have it all hairy and I'm all for it as long as you like it, okay? My opinion is make sure the hair is all above the start of your vagina. Make sure you're trimming outside of your thighs. Make sure you're trimming all the little cracks and crevices. 
or however you want to do it, wax it, trim it, whatever. And then make sure the hair is concentrated to just where the pubic bone lies. I think that's a good look for a bush. Now, again, my opinion. I got to stop saying that because I think I've said it like 20 times. Um, oh, man, I am thirsty. <laughs> Y'all are thirsty too. Um, anyways, I think that is my opinion on the bush, okay? What I think is a great, and every time I see one, I'm like, wow. It, ugh. Not only does it exude confidence in my mind that you're confident sexually, I think it's really fucking hot. And I'll tell you why. The landing strip. And here's why I think it's hot. One, you don't look like a baby from the waist down. It's not just like bald, like you came out of the womb, okay? It shows maturity. You've got some hair there. It's like, hey, I came to fuck. Also, I have a little hair and I don't care. So it shows maturity, but it's also clean. Especially if you get the lines right. It's very clean looking. I think it's sexy as hell. I really love landing strips. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy seeing a landing strip on a woman. I think it's very hot. It shows your femininity. It also shows your confidence. It's empowering. So for my advice, I would say the best option, obviously, because I like it the most, is the landing strip. Second best, again, my opinion, bald, just for you know general sake. And third, bush. Don't be afraid to rock a bush. I like them. Nothing wrong with them. Okay. That's on trimming. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me talk for a second on men and trimming. Guys, I'm not being paid to say this. There's no company that has reached out to me that has paid me yet. But I will say this. There are products out there, Manscaped is one of them, that makes it so easy to trim your shit nowadays. Look, if you expect your lady to be bald and you go in there with like just this like this woolly mammoth for like body care below your navel line, you're wrong. You should also be putting in the care that it takes in your genitalia regions. Manscaped makes the lawnmower. There's all kinds of other stuff. There's generic brands out there. I'm going to tell you what I do. Now, this is just what I do. And it is, I trim from a zero guard to a five millimeter on my pubic bone. Okay? That's the start. I then take the zero and go everywhere from where my thighs meet my pubic bone out. I fade in my thigh hair. I also make sure I trim my freaking gooch with a zero. I trim my butthole with a zero so it's clean. Because if your lady's gonna be practicing any of these techniques we just talked about on you, you don't want a bunch of hair down there unless, again, she's into that and you need to be communicating this with her. From there, and this might blow a lot of your minds, especially, I know it always blows women's minds when I say this. Maybe it'll blow some of the men's minds too. I hope not, because you have a penis. But anyways, I shave my shaft and balls with a razor. So it is very clean. Yes, ladies, we grow hair on our shafts. It's usually just like the bottom corner, quarter, bottom quarter of our shaft. Maybe your guy grows hair more up the one half. I don't know. But I grow hair on there. I'm sure there's plenty of fellas who grow hair on there too. But listen. If you shave with a straight razor your balls and your shaft and then you fade everything else and you fade it out from there regarding your legs, butthole, and taint, it looks so freaking good, man. 
Not only does it make your dick look longer, it's just aesthetically pleasing to your partner. And that's what this is all about. Look, when you're like depressed, and this goes for men and women, and you go get a haircut, how great do you feel? Maybe you're not depressed and you get a haircut. How great do you feel? I know ladies, like, they go get their haircut in a blowout or whatever, and they're like, I'm the baddest bitch around. Men, you know, you're like, oh, today sucks. And you get a haircut, you're like, oh, today's not so bad. Same thing for your genitals, okay? You can make them look better by trimming them. So, same thing applies. Make sure you're doing this. Now, again, if your partner likes something specifically, don't be afraid to just do what they like because I'm saying this, but I would I would say these are the that's the conversation you need to be having. You're like, look, it's I'm more comfortable when I'm trimmed this way. And they're like, well, I like it this way. And that's the conversation you have to have. So communication, again, don't be afraid to have these talks. But if you're just looking to please your partner, make sure it's trimmed, make sure it looks nice. And when you present that shit, you're gonna be so confident. As long as you like it, you're gonna be so confident when you go in the bedroom and be like, wham, what's up, motherfucker? And they're gonna be like, damn, damn. The confidence is oozing from wherever the fuck it's oozing from. Anyways, you get it. Okay, that's. I think that wraps up pubic hair and things like that. Now, let's get into the second question of the week. This is another Instagram message I got. It's a little longer, so bear with me. Here it goes. Hey there, thank you for your TikTok and podcast. I'm learning a lot and I'm hoping to get some more insight into how to help my sex life improve. My husband and I have been struggling. Part of this is we seem to have different libidos. I find that I'm in the mood more regular than him. And also when we do have sex, I'm unable to get off and I get frustrated. So that makes him feel less likely to get in the mood again. I'm hoping that some of your tips will be useful for him and that he will be willing to learn. Part of the issue for me is he comes very quickly and only gets one round. So I've started exploring toys since vaginal stimulation is important for me. Long story short, my question is, if you have any advice to help me with the premature ejaculation, PE, struggle, feel free to answer on your podcast if you'd like. First of all, thank you for writing in. There were actually a lot of components in this, um, even though you only asked one question at the end. Um, let me touch on this whole different libido thing. People fluctuate their entire lives with their libidos, okay? Not just like with a partner, but your libido flu- fluctuates. Some- Look, when I was like, I'm not the same horny... <laughs> as I was when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, okay? I'm 27 right now. I still have a good libido. However, I'm not that person anymore when it comes to sex. But you have to realize, but just as unique as your libido is, your partner is also unique. So make sure you're talking to them. And if you need more, you need to be telling them that. It looks like you've already talked to them a little bit about it. And, you know, he's open to talking about it. And you've at least established that the reason why these things are off is because of the premature ejaculation and then you both get frustrated. So let's talk about premature ejaculation. Just so that you all know, this actually affects a lot of men. And it's, there's not really, I don't wanna sit here and say there's a cure for it because there's really not and that sucks. But there are things you can do to help. Look, if he's just someone that's like overly stimulated um, I know I've said before, like numbing lube, the downside to numbing lube, now let me talk on this for a second. Downside to numbing lube is it's, it, de-stig, it de-stimulates both partners, okay? 
So don't just jump to numbing lube because I've said that before. That There's a caveat to it. Now, they do make like topical ointments that destimulate, and those are actually um, absorbed by the skin into whatever memory you're applying them to, and it'll it it doesn't have a um, it doesn't have the effect where it can rub off on your partner, at least not as easily to my knowledge. Okay, so that's my first thing I would say. You can look into some of these products. There's also oral supplements. A lot of the pills nowadays that are made come with some kind of desensitizing agent in them, especially if they're not like, you know, name brand Viagra, Cialis or whatever. If you go to like, okay, we have this place. I'm going to shout these guys out because I've been going there since I was 18. It's called Rocks Discount Vitamins and More. They're located in Texas. They have like 20 different, they blew up. There was only one location when I was a kid and now they're massive, but they make their own line of these supplements, um, ED pills or whatever you want to call them. Um, and you know, I buy them because one, I get whiskey dick. The older you get, the more it happens, okay? So I get whiskey dick here and there. I keep them in case I'm going out and I'm drinking and I still want to perform and I don't have to worry about it. And a lot of these products last like three to four days nowadays. So I can just pop one like before I'm going to go out for a weekend and not really have to worry about performing when I'm drunk. But anyways, they make these pills and they have, a, it depends. You're going to have to do your research, okay? But some of them have more than others on the de-stimulation stuff. Let me tell you a story real quick. <laughs> So there was one time I was going to a party. Sorry, water break again. Oh, I'm thirsty. Um, I was going to a party and I had forgot my pills at my house. Okay. Like I, I bought them and forgot to put them in my bag. And I was like, damn, like I was on the prowl, you know, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a lot of chicks there. Yeah, yeah. So I stopped at a gas station and just bought this like, it was like this huge red pill. No idea what it was. I, I think it was like a rhino or something. I don't know. Bought this huge red pill. My dick was rock solid for four days and I could not get off. Could not for the life of me. I literally went for hours. And I was like, is there something wrong here? And I'm like, I literally just had to come clean. I was like, look, I took this pill and I think that's affecting me because while it takes me a while to get off, this is like, this is ridiculous. So they do make pills and things out there that can help with this. Prior, other than that, I would say your options are try using condoms. Um, I'm not a huge, I don't use kind of, you know, I, I talk to my partners prior, so I don't, I don't use condoms a lot. However, they do desensitize males. And if you have to use two, you can. Now someone, I said this the other day and someone's like using two condom makes them break. And I'm not telling you to use them for freaking pregnancy protection. I'm telling you to use them for desensitizing your penis. Okay. So maybe use two condoms that could help. Also, more the more lube just any old lube the more lube you use the less friction will be created less friction means less sensitivity and then as always i always plug this kegel exercises men have kegels too if you didn't know that look it up now kegel exercises are going to be benefit beneficial for both males and females um, however for men it can not only help you last longer. It can also help you finish faster if you're someone that has a problem getting off. Um, and I, and you can go read online. There's articles that talk about how to work. Basically, like if you've ever been peeing and you try to like stop your pee, you know, that's your Kegels that working. Okay. You're activating your Kegels when you do that. A lot of men, like, if, you know, you ever done like the, the bouncy motion with your dick when it's hard or whatever, like that flex, like uh, we talked about it earlier, the, that, you know, the prostate area, if you like flex internally, men, those are your Kegels, okay? 
You can do exercises where you just clinch them for a number of reps. You can do clinch and hold for like five to 10 seconds. It gets hard after a while, okay? But you're working those muscles can actually help with erectile dysfunction. It can help with coming faster, coming slower, whatever. So I'm always gonna plug Kegel muscles for both parties, okay? Ladies, please be doing your Kegels. We'll have to talk on a whole separate video about that, but please be doing your Kegels. Um, so as far as PE goes, you also need to make sure that, you know, because if it is actual PE, he can see a doctor and they can also tell him what his options are a lot better than I can. Again, I am not an expert, people. I'm just an enthusiast. So I regurgitate a lot of information that I know. So I don't want you to come to me and think, oh, Nate, no, I don't know everything. There are literally professionals out there that know more about this than me. So make sure if it is a big problem that you're talking to professionals first, okay? Um... But yeah, I'm glad, I wanna to touch on this last note. I'm glad that you're using toys. Make sure you're including him in doing this, okay? Don't, don't just like, oh, I'm using toys because he can't get me off. Let him enjoy that play with you. Let him use the toys on you. Teach him how to use those toys so he feels more included. And then if you're getting off with the toys and he's there, he feels like he got you off so he doesn't feel as bad when he gets off quickly or if, one of these methods works and it's slower, good. But again, you want to make sure you're being inclusive to your partner and communication, communication, communication. I cannot stress that enough. All right. Wow. We talked about a lot today. We did. We talked about butt play. I answered some questions on pubic hair. We also talked about, you know, PE a little bit. Um, again, make sure you're looking into your options online. There's a lot of different products out there for that. Um, so do a little research there. Um, but I just want to, I want to take the last part of this, uh, podcast again and say, thank you guys so much for listening and all your support. Um, I'm at a five-star rating on podcast for Apple right now. Um, and it's got like over 50 reviews. You guys are wonderful. Uh, we also have over like 6,000 views in total on the podcast. Amazing. You guys rock. Um, if you're not already following me, I actually changed my Instagram handle for the podcast. It's so simple. You can't mess it up. It's let's shag podcast. That's the IG. So if you're not following me and you're listening to this, go follow the Instagram. I post updates on there all the time. You can actually see a little bit of my personal life in it too. Um, so make sure you're doing that. Okay. I have not found a way to sign off yet, but I'm gonna work that out over the holidays. Okay. I'm going to figure out a way to be like, see you fuck faces later. Or, you know, I last week I did this whole like foreplay aftercare. Thing. I didn't like that. I didn't like it. I, I, I listened to it a million times and I'd already recorded it and I was like, ah, whatever. I'm just going to play it, but I'm not going to do that every week. I'm going to figure out a way to sign off like a little catchy, catchy something. But for now, I'm just going to say, I love you. And I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Mwah, you're beautiful.